Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. everybody and welcome to the friend zone i'm going to turn my video on now guy oh, oh turn the light on oh, oh, oh that makes me feel so sad oh, oh no oh tim we were ready so um we're potentially blowing up the mcelroy's spot right now and uh, revealing a little behind the curtain movie magic of how the sausage gets made uh vis-a-vis death blart um but we were supposed to record with those brave McElroy boys today, and um, they just didn't show up. <laughs> They're supposed to be here now. So we thought, why don't we turn it into a friend zone opportunity? That's right. We didn't schedule aggressively enough. They are in America. Yep. Family men. Yep. Successful men. Yes. And not in lockdown. All of these things are true. Um. And so I, I suppose that means that we'll just have a little bit more profanity in emails moving forwards. <laughs> Do you think that will help get them on the line or is that just something we've earned or what? What's the rationale? I don't think that we've earned it and I don't think it's more likely to get them on the line. But when I say we need to schedule more aggressively, that was the yep. first solution that came to mind. Now, cool. the reason I said Tim looks or makes me feel sad mm-hmm. is that while we were in the lobby, the podcasting waiting room, uh, Tim had his camera off, and I thought, that's unusual, but it's actually not super unusual because sometimes if you've got a lot of people on the line, everyone has their video off so that um, the internet moves faster and you avoid lag. But then as soon as we started recording this little friend zone, Tim turned his video on and revealed that he is in a very dapper grey three-piece suit with a... White, crisp white dress shirt and a perfectly tied pink bow tie to top it all off. The man looks a million bucks. He was ready. Like, oh, that shit breaks my heart, man. This reminds me of when I was uh, probably seven or eight and I was playing a game of cricket and my mum and my little sister were coming to watch me play cricket. And I don't actually remember the outcome of the game. I don't know if we'd won or lost very efficiently, but I remember like, I was just packing up my stuff as they arrived to watch the game. 
and like mum had p- packed some sandwiches and drinks and my little sister had like brought her like all these crayons and this coloring and stuff and like they'd made such an effort to come and you know be a part Support of the experience the for me and enjoy it for themselves and I just felt so guilty that as they arrived everyone else was leaving and this has that like there's a, a it gives me a feeling deep in the pit of my stomach which is um it's just I guess I don't know if sadness is right but it's just like you know it's so nice to make an effort and really turn something into something more. Well, I'll never do it again. Good to know. It takes but a moment to pop a suit back on. I'm just looking for any excuse to get dressed up at the moment. I put on my own version of formal wear. A red t-shirt and a hemp hat. 100% hemp. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Very formal. You look great as well, Guy. Can I say that? It's nice to do video, isn't it? It is nice to do video, and it's nice to be with a friend. It's nice it's l- to to expect. I mean, uh, the the flip side of the situation, it's nice to expect one thing, then all of a sudden do another. This is a more informal affair. This is breezier. This is a casual catch-up amongst yeah. close confidants. How many Cs was that? Four. <laughs> Have you been going a bit crazy, a bit stir-crazy in your house, Guy? Well, that's one way of putting it, Tim. We've been here, I think, for nine, ten weeks. Not a world record, but long enough that it feels long. Yeah. No world record, although I think our conditions have been a bit more stringent than anywhere else. So, like, when we say we're locked down, we we kind of mean it, you know. Yeah, brother, we are locked the heck down. We are locked down. However, um, our glorious leader did allow us to under very specific circumstances visit our fr- have visitors and and visit our friends as long as it's outdoors and so guy has uh seen me twice he's seen little remy he's enjoyed the company of an infant i have and i've not picked the infant up and that no, is i mean disallowed. this is this is the most mild version of the the um Unusual circumstances we find ourselves in, but it is interesting to observe that it is definitely in human nature. Yeah, more especially when it's someone who's who, someone someone's baby who you know. Sure, but uh, you do you do want to pick up the baby. You want you to see hold a baby, the baby. You want to hold a baby. You want to kiss yeah. the crown of the baby's head and smell the baby's scalp. Uh, I don't know why that is, but it, it is what it is. And Tim, by the way, everyone, because. There was a pause earlier in the podcast, and you all probably thought, oh, no, guys, pause, because he's unprofessional. The reason I paused is that Tim somehow set up a picture-in-picture on his camera where just his face was in a little square, and it was really close up. Oh, could you see that? Yes, and now he's he's fiddling around with an incredibly high-definition camera and zooming it in on himself slowly. Why wouldn't you? I mean, it's just another example of the lengths that you've gone to for, um, I guess, the idea of... This 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 year's seventh annual Blartcast. Yeah, I did I did the count up as well. Um, seven's a lot, eh, of anything to well, have. Yeah, but that's a different conversation for a different day. I guess that is correct. Uh, so to the friend zone, I guess, guys. So we're in an interesting situation with the podcast. Um, we we just what what's happening with worst idea right now? In real time, we have watched. Um, what was that last one? We watched uh, "Come on, Carry On, Emmanuel. Oh, that's right. Yes, Carry <laughs> Come On. Come on, Emmanuel, is what I was going to say. 
Well, I did name that episode Carry On, Guy and Tim, which is sort of similar. And that we um, do. And we've done that one, and then we said it might be the last one, but it's actually not. Someone has sent me the link which might be possible to watch the Willy Wonka Made in Japan. Emmanuel, Emmanuel. Sex and Chocolate. Of course they have. Um, but the thing is, Guy, the, the sort of hesitancy or the trouble that I've faced with that one is this. Um, we've got a situation whereby both the websites where I can rent that are entirely in Japanese. And for some reason, usually Chrome gives you an option to translate the website into English, but that wasn't available. Um, so it's just, I've got, I can't read Japanese, unfortunately. Hopefully one day I'll get hey, there. Hey, Tim. Uh, yep. Try harder, dude. Yeah, definitely. Literally. Yeah. It's just shapes. Yeah, they're, char- they're real characters, and a lot yeah. of people can read Japanese, so why can't I? The system but works it, for them. What it means, Guy, dear Guy Montgomery, is that I would be handing my credit card details over to a website that I can't get any kind of a read on whatsoever. Like, I just, I don't know, yeah, what to do with that. Um. It seems bad. It seems like a bad idea. So yeah. maybe I should buy it like a Prezi card, which is like a prepaid visa, and that way they can't they can't fuck they can, you up on they can, they can, Yeah, they can only take from you to the value of however much money is on the Prezi card. Exactamundo. Sensible fix. Uh, so we, we'll either watch that or failing that, we will be watching uh, George Lazenby's masterpiece, which I'm very mm. excited for. Uh on Her Majesty's Secret Service, and somewhere amongst either those one or two screenings, uh, we will conclude this exhausting, sort of Trudge. aspirationally Trudgery. horny, but just um, abysmally flaccid softcore season. Uh, and I, I, I. I we we haven't got anything lined up for for afterwards. Um, or, well, that's not not immediately afterwards, but we we do have a project that we were working on before we got plunged into lockdown. Now, Tim, have you noticed that everyone likes to say that they get plunged into lockdown? Have you noticed no, that like the news media often say plunged? No, nah, I've started. Now nah, the news is for sickos, mate. I don't watch the news anymore. They they're not saying it so much lately, but I'm surprised you didn't notice it. Sometimes they say something was plunged into chaos or was plunged into turmoil. Sure, I've heard that, but I haven't heard plunged into lockdown. Uh, personally, I decided to plunge into a pool. <laughs> I mean, what's what's wrong with your common noun that is a pool? Good on you, guy. Thanks, Tim. Um, but basically, we'd we'd started working on an exciting new. Well, I was genuinely. I ex- find it strange that you would put that that we don't have something to go on. Afterwards, I mean, I, mean, I would say we absolutely do. Yeah, I more mean immediately. Well, we kind of do if we want. I might. Um, we might take a, a little breather to um, give ourselves, you know, a give me a moment to to maybe edit a couple of things together. Yeah, but, and and um, yeah, and spend some time with Remy. Yeah, but it's like you know, it's not a salt mine or a, or, a, or a coal mine. I don't have to like. No, no. Fucking grab a yeah. pickaxe and... No, all the coal mines are closed. Uh, were that true? Well, I, I don't so mean nice. for environmental reasons. I mean because of the lockdown. Oh, no, actually, we're in level three. The coal mines are back open. 
I don't even fucking know. Anyway, listen, guy, the mailbag. It's why we're here. But I'm enjoying this sort of long-winded and deliberately vague preamble, (laughs) as I'm sure our listener is not. Well, I'm curtailing it. So have you got mail for me, Big Papa? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it when I call you Big Papa. Uh, This is from... Oi, can you please, right now, put your hands in the ear if you're a real player? Guy did it. Let the record show. Guy has both hands in the air. I'm a real player. Now, this is uh, just a screenshot of... I'm going to take this jacket off. I feel ridiculous. I don't know what it's from, but it's a screenshot and it says, how come James Bond never rips the ass of his trousers? That is such a good question. You'd have to think that James Bond knows... By this stage, he's been on the, he's been in the game for like 70, 60 years, I think. So you'd have to say by this stage, the man probably knows um, roughly what's about to happen to him. He's going to be into some physical hijinks. So he's got some sort of like spandex blend, you know, like well, a high grade cotton with spandex or something. Rayon. I love Rayon. Um, it, the 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 screenshot of like it's like a sort of letter to the editor type thing, but it, the font and the sort of colorway suggests it's in some sort of either gossip or maybe, maybe movie mag. But I'll keep reading. How does James Bond never rip the ass of his trousers? Since Daniel Craig took over the role, he always wears those really tight suits. And what with all the jumping off balconies and fights he has, you'd expect to see a bit of ass cheek hanging out occasionally. Unless Q has devised some kind of super strong stitching thread, in which case they should make some kind of reference to it in the script and the letter is credited to George Lazenby from Gateshead. <laughs> it would be so mean if that if that really was. George Lazenby just gets bored and writes a letter. That's like what he's up to these days. He just writes letters to the editor about all the problems he's got with the Daniel Craig... It's such a franchise. It's such a fun little um, gag to credit, like you know, like to write letters to the editor under different names. And can I tell you, Tim, this is such a specific one, but it never fails to amuse me. And to understand it, you have to have a very specific knowledge of uh, New Zealand criminal history or certain parts of it and cricket. Have I mentioned this on the podcast before? Not to my knowledge. But uh, basically, there's a great website if you're a cricket fan called ESPN Crick Info. And it's like, if you can't watch the game, it's the most like dedicated, for any specific sport, it's the most dedicated website I've seen where they give you very like precise and descriptive ball-by-ball commentary of every ball in a cricket match. Could be a T20, which is the shortest format. It could be a test match, which lasts for five days. And they've got like a a rotor of different commentators who sub in and they just commentate the game as you're going for fans who can't watch the game for whatever reason. And as part of this experience, they also like have a whole, you know, an army, a bank of users, like, you know, punters who just write occasional comments and like the commentator will occasionally pull one out and respond to it. Or, like, you know, people are speculating about whatever. And whenever New Zealand plays cricket games, there's always a user who is, uh, writes under the name Mark Lundy. <laughs> and he's always talking about how he has to go on a drive <laughs> a three-hour drive, but he's hoping he can make it there in time for the last ball. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. 
that is funny if you are in the Venn diagram of um <laughs> well basically if you're a New Zealander Mark Lundy was a murderer everybody and, and it, I think we put him away and one of the crucial pieces of evidence was whether or not he could um it was possibly have made a yeah. drive it was possible to drive from one place to another in under 3 hours and like mm. to the point that it became like a hobby amongst other, uh, just regular people to to test. try and do it yeah. A lot of speeding tickets have been generated, I think, by the... Um, it was called the Lundy 500. Yeah. And you got to say Hundy, because otherwise it doesn't rhyme. Yeah. Um, any, anyhow, that's all by the bone. Uh, so, lovely, lovely screenshot. Thank you. I love, I love, like, we are a repository for all sorts of insane miscellaneous pertaining to things that we've covered. Guy, we are essentially at this point a suppository of pop culture and knowledge about the enterprises that we choose to interface with, whereby people say, hey, why don't we shove this up the asses of Tim and Guy? And our asses gratefully receive all of this information. When they gobble it up. Yeah. Our hungry little bums. Go ahead, Tim. <laughs> Jim writes... Just in case I'm the first to point this out. Oh, this is just a technical one. Apparently, we're too quiet on Spotify and the ads are very loud. Um, (sighs) Is that fixable? Not really. Um, We do our best. There's a thing called loudness normalization, which I put to negative 19 lufts. Hell yeah, you do, King. Gearheads out there, um, because I think that's Apple's, Apple iTunes standard for compressing the audio correctly, and pretty much if Apple says something, everyone else follows it. So don't know what to tell you, Jim. We're trying our best, but to all of our Spotify listeners who get the ads, I do apologize for the discrepancy in the um, ass-blasting volume. That really, that sucks for you. It is. And if if you pay for Spotify Premium, yes, sir. you still get podcast ads. No. Do you? I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify. Do you know what? At all. You don't. And I don't either, but sometimes I do and you don't. I was thinking of Pocket Casts, which is what I use. Yeah, same. It's a good, it's a good app. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> what is this friend zone? Do you like it? What? This friend zone. No. Don't no, you? No, I don't. Well, I think I, I was all geared up to do a death blot. You know what I mean? I see. So I'm dealing with the letdown. I knew it's it, great. See. It's great to hang out with you. Don't get no, me wrong. No, 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 no. You're fine. I'll read, no, a, listen, I'll read guys, like a more traditional fucking Frenzo message to try and lighten your spirits, sick, you bag of ass. shit. All right. On Facebook, at Worst Day of All Time. Hello again, Tim and Guy. Mostly there's a message for t- t- Tim today, but I'll read it. Uh, firstly, congrats on the baby. Thank you. I'm sure if Remy sees any percentage of the dedication you've put into this podcast then he's going to have a great dad. Um, and then a smiley face. I believe that's like if Remy experiences the same level yeah. of dedication, not if Remy witnesses it. <laughs> in like becoming a podcast <laughs> yeah, listener. Yeah. yeah. Uh, secondly, are you aware of the subreddit, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Tim? It's a no. sub <laughs> dedicated solely to people called Tim and making it sure rocks. they're all having a good time. I personally came across it when I was browsing my name's equivalent, uh, Tom. Unfortunately, Tims and Toms have declared war on each other multiple times. <laughs> and there's been quite a lot of mud flinging back and forth between the two names. And then there's a link to um, 
uh, a r post from r slash tom which includes oh. uh, the the sort of subheading found a sign to vandalize which i assume <laughs> has the word tim <laughs> on it I just wanted to see if you're aware of these things going on and to let you know that when things eventually come to blows, I'll be very sad to see you go. Anyway, thanks for the great pods as ever. Keep up the great work. Tom. Tom, you've you've underestimated us for the last time. I've only just heard about the subreddit, but I'm joining the fray. My favorite post that I'm seeing, though, scrolling through was posted uh, a month ago, and it just says in the title, I don't think so, and then body, Tim's. (laughs) (laughs) And I would wager that most people listening to our podcast, hopefully, are too young to get that reference to home improvement. Well, but to you people, I say, uh, uh, pretty good. Yeah, it's a fun noise. <laughs> it's fun. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or SleepNumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It is fun. Um, all right. It's time for a message for Guy. Oh. It's actually to both of us, but I just thought it should be inclusive because the last one was mainly for me. Have sent this to Twiwat Twitter and Facebook. Not sure what gets read. All right, kind of <laughs> Not this. Sorry, Stop mate. reading it, Tim. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of long too. And it's also because I think it's been copy and pasted into the email. The formatting's fucked up, so the text is tiny. <laughs> no, let's give let them me, what they want. Let me, let me try and zoom in so this is kind of readable. Uh, dear Gorman Bim, I've just... Finish my second listen through of the first, second, third, fourth series. Okay, I'm so glad that I did not shortchange this person by skipping over the correspondence because that is that is a lot of worst idea. Uh, and also, do more. And my week with cats. I can't include the Rob Schneider stuff in the re-listens. It's just too much. Now, this sounds very familiar to me. Can I just pause you and mm-hmm. say I completely forgot we did Doolittle. <laughs> Same. That's like not even on my radar of my life yeah. experience. Because you, you've like, uh, what were you on recently where you brought up my week with cats? Is it on breakfast TV? 
It might have. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Guy was on nationwide primetime television. Yeah. And did a great job and uh, briefly was talking about our silly little well, podcast. Well, it's one of those situations where you're on like mainstream media, lamestream media, and you've got to try and contextualize why you might be remotely interesting to fucking Greg in Greymouth. Yeah. Um, Which really is an exercise in futility 100%. for anyone who's watching TV in 2021. But you know, not our people. Can I just say, as another insert into this uh, sidebar, mm. There was a, I, I, I told the guy, that, so one of the hosts called me up the day before and said, hey, are you free to come on as just as a Is that guest? Maddie? Yeah. You shout Maddie out. He's a mate of ours. Yeah. Maddie McLean. Maddie McLean. And I said, yeah, sure thing. And he said, have you, have you been writing? And I said, oh, not really. Sometimes I get struck by a bolt of inspiration. I write it down, but I'll make sure I got something ready. I'll make sure I've got a joke. And then totally forgot I'd said that at all. And then live on TV, he's like, so have you got a joke for us, guy? <laughs> And I didn't, and it was like <laughs> sheer panic set in. And then the joke I did, I, I had to go into my phone notes and find something I'd written down. The joke I did say was the the very joke that I think the only person I'd said it to before was you because I thought of it when I was walking to your house to have a beer in the sun. Um, Joke's a strong word, by the way. It's a, it's a, it's a good premise. It is a premise. What, what is a premise a one day? if not a joke? Well, it's the start of a joke. It is one part of a joke. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Uh, anyway, you don't want to, you don't want to share that premise on this podcast. Ah, oh, sure thing. Uh, what I say. Uh, oh, I tell you, he's confident that that I uh, do well in adversity, and that is people who have never experienced adversity. And I say that from a position of knowledge. And God willing, I'll, I'll never have to find out. It's funny when I say it on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm reading an email. As much as every guest agreed that it's not punching down, the fact I I have heard, I'm going to keep reading this, but this does seem very familiar. Um, The fact that you even thought to ask the question gives me the real answer. The Asian Mama Mexican Kids series was very funny and presented some great concepts and introspection, but I don't know if I can do it again. The worst idea, Schneiderverse crossover, is maybe too dark for me. Fascist, <laughs> Buddhist, narcissism is too much. Things that stand out immediately on the second run through, though. This has got to be familiar for you too, yeah, right, guys? Like familiar. we read this recently. We did. I'm going to keep going though. All Are of you? the things I, yeah, I am. All the things I associated with each season. Oh no, I'm not. It's too we've, familiar. Yeah, we've. It's we've, literally too familiar. We've definitely heard it. I was on Rob Schneider's um, Instagram. Uh, How'd that go for you, mate? Yesterday. Well, he's on tour with Jamie Lasso. Oh, really? Yeah, they're on tour at the moment. Wow. Uh, and it's I'll, I'll tell you the name of the tour. And he's posting like, <laughs> I mean, it's his Instagram. And you know what? People are allowed to post whatever they want. But he's posting garbage. <laughs> it's called the um, I Have Issues Tour. And uh, he's recently played in Penascola, Florida, and Montgomery, Alabama. But the last one I saw was like a day ago. It was him. He looks so stoned. And he's like with Jamie in the car. Jamie. Rob does. And they're talking about like how you can trick a valet by not giving them your keys. And it's not funny. And they both just look tired. What do you mean trick a valet by not giving them your keys? Don't ask me, dude. It's not my premise, okay? Um. Do you think that Rob Schneider on this tour is going to catch COVID? Because I, although it, 
he's a slippery fish. It wouldn't surprise me for him to be publicly anti-vax, but then quietly go and get himself sorted out. Yeah. I uh, honestly, Tim, I don't know. Me neither, man. I don't know what me to tell you. Neither. Um, I've got a little piece of correspondence that is up to the minute. This was received yesterday. Mm-hmm. Hi, Frosty fellas. I'm sure many people will have mentioned this, but there is a pleasing symmetry to your choice of, choice of film. The titular star of Carry On Emmanuel, actress Susan Daniel, is married to golfer Sam Torrance, and he supposedly proposed to her on board a Concorde flight. Loving the work. Keep going. I think that during that period of time when Concorde was going, Concorde touched every facet of people's lives. It was a cultural phenomenon. It was an engineering feat, unrivaled at the time. It was the height of luxury. It was an aspirational goal that people could try and work their way towards. It's like, if I, if I can really crack this small business idea, maybe one day I will be riding on a supersonic passenger jet from Paris to New York City. Oh, God. I'd love to go to gay Paris. Especially on a Concorde, right? Yeah, yeah. Mark too. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Anyway, um, this from Dennis with one N, who actually in the body of the email has not said anything about saying their name or not. But, you know, there's a lot of Dennis's out there. If you can pick which one it is, I say congrats well, to you. I think you. there's only one Dennis who spells their name with one N. <laughs> Dugan? <laughs> the great Dennis no, Dugan. He's, he's surely a two-inner. Hi. Just writing to say I started listening to season two of The Worst Idea of All Time a day or two ago, having listened to Death Blart at some point over the last year. Ah, how relevant. It's currently 3.05 a.m. as I'm writing this in Dublin, and I'm up at a shitty collapsible desk in my parents' front hall in full view through the glass doors of anyone out on the empty street translating sentences badly from Old Irish to English for an assignment that I should have started last week with episode with episode 8, your Monte Cristo live show in the background. Oh, shit. Remember that? Yeah. As I vaguely uh, outline whose sword is striking what to clarify tomorrow in time for submission. I just thought it was a bizarre set of circumstances to be working on a language a couple of centuries out of date listening to ye old uh, to ye talk about swans in the middle of a global pandemic i found it entertaining and thought you might too or maybe it's just a 3:13 a.m. and i wanted to express my appreciation uh now there's a sentence right here guy that looks like it's in you know old irish or gaelic or yeah. something i couldn't possibly tell how to pronounce it Good luck. so i will i will apply english phonics to these Characters. Godspeed. Go Rabba Mile Maith Agate. Hmm. Probably means say my name. Or, oh, yeah. Or maybe. or maybe it means do not say my name, punishable upon death. Well, Either would be fine. What's that effect? Fitness with one end. Um, um, lovely to hear from Ireland. I've got, got a big one here in the... Uh, what do you think of Old Irish? Do you think that's Gaelic or do you think it's something else? Something cool I'm we haven't even heard of. too ignorant to speculate. But no, 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 guy, that's where you're wrong. You are never too ignorant to speculate. Thanks for emboldening me, Tim. I think we're going to have a lot more opinions from now on. It's I think Gaelic. Stop, stop talking about them like they're different. It's Gaelic. It's, it's Gaelic. Di- it's a dying language. 
Give up on it, Ireland. Oh, so you want people to make sure they say the name of it, but also do not try and revive it. Look, all I know is that you emboldened me and I immediately regretted having any confidence in saying anything. But I have confidence. Oh, guy, you're in a safe space, mate. I've got confidence in this message I'm going to read out. We received it on August the 22nd on Mm -hmm. Twitter, at TwiwatPod. Hey, frosty fellas. First off. Oh, Gaelic's Scottish. I've really fucking screwed the pitch on this um, one. Gaelic is Is applicable to, yeah, various different highlands. I believe there's Irish Gaelic and Welsh Gaelic. Oh, there's something called Standard Irish. Maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's what's First going on. off, congratulations, Tim, on the forthcoming child. But for the love of all that is holy and for the sanity of you, Zoe, and your child, please do not do another season for at least a year. Nah. We'll all miss you. But that would be pure chaos. Nah. Secondly, I was re-listening to old episodes of the show and spotted something that never came up in season two. I know I'm years late and we don't need more proof that these four harpies are completely self-absorbed liars, but, oh well. When going for lunch in the desert, Carrie bemoans that she isn't dressed for camels. And Miranda replies, I've brought a whole outfit change. And Abdul picked the outfits. Yeah. That, Miranda. In fact, if memory serves, don't worry, she says. Abdul, I had Abdul pick out yeah. the outfits. Well, here's what this 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 writer has to say. Mm-hmm. That Miranda is utter horseshit. Oh, I can say with absolute certainty that she didn't carry them. So if she didn't carry them or choose the outfit, then you did sweet fuck all, Miranda. All you did was tell someone else to do something for you. There is a great Bill Burr bit about this. <laughs> about the late asshole Steve Jobs. And it's a fantastic bit and a great demonstration of this point. Yeah, yeah. Steve Jobs wasn't wasn't some fucking great guy, everyone thinks. He's just telling people what to do. He's telling engineers, yeah. look, pinch, in, out, big, small, yeah, big, yeah. small. He's, uh, it's, if you YouTube it, it's Bill Burr, Night of Too Many Stars. It's one of the all-time great shorter sets online. Uh, anyway, yeah. Same thing with Miranda, though. There, there is some... Uh, Val- maybe not value. It's sort of a value or a quality in being able to wrangle people. Uh, I'll continue. Mm-hmm. He said, God damn, in frustration. Okay, thank uh, you. Anyways, I had to get that off my chest. Hope you're both well. It seems Corona's meddling around near you guys again, so I hope you stay safe. Love, Carl O'Callaghan. P.S. Don't the, say my name. Did the girls ask Abdul to pick out the outfits because they assume he's gay, therefore good at fashion? Way to be yes. way to be woke, mattress pikelet. <laughs> PPS, sorry. At the end of the episode, you ask for a review in haiku. So here goes. Tim and Guy are boys from New Zealand who are good at making us all laugh. Uh-huh. I'm sorry I, I mangled the rhythm, but I think you got the idea. We sure did. Excuse me, Guy, I've got breaking news for you. Fuck. On the 20th of June this year... A person called Hillary sent us 100 US dollars as a donation. That is staggering. The message is brief. It reads thusly, Tim and Guy, I should have made a donation a long time ago. This is overdue. I'm so glad that you are out there and in my life. 
Thanks for being brave enough to do this. Wishing you all the best, Hillary. Now, receiving a message like that out of, I'm going to read it again. Imagine you don't know who we are. You don't know what the podcast is. You don't even know we do a podcast. I'll read the message again. Forget all that stuff. Guy's closed his eyes to put himself in this new possible reality. Tim and Guy, I should have made this I should have made a donation a long time ago. This is overdue. I'm so glad you are out there and in my life. Thanks for being brave enough to do this. Wishing you all the best, Hillary. Of the list of the first thousand things that I would think of to attribute a $100 donation and platitudes of us being brave... Doing a dumbass movie review podcast that doesn't even properly review movies wouldn't make the list. I like it. I like the letter. I like that it's vague. I like that you could change the names at the top of it and give it to pretty much anyone in your life uh, and they would interpret it, you know, they would internalize and interpret it with respect to whatever bravery or support they're offering that person. I'd like to see it printed in plain text or perhaps rendered as though written in blood on a T-shirt or a poster. Uh, Thank you for the money. Thank you for the letter. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for your time. (laughs) Thanks, Hillary. Yeah, thanks, Hillary. And I'd say I reckon thanks to everyone. I'm going to call it, Tim. Okay. It's like one of the nicest. I have just struck. I've struck an email that is girthy. So maybe we'll leave that for okay. next time. Why don't we open with that next time? And um, it's just like, it's such a gorgeous day. And I, I'm yeah. I'm scantily clad. Are you? Well. Stand stand up, friend. Not, You're on video. Not give by me, modern me standards, twirl. but seasonally. Guy's now standing up. He is in very short shorts. And uh, there's a lot of leg, folks. A lot of leg on the webcam. No socks, no shoes. Love that for you. You know, I like hey, we'll to get out there and enjoy. You the know, sunshine. I like to um, podcast barefoot. Right? It's called earthing a, yourself. Yeah, that's what that is. Get a bit of radiation on you, mate, and um, enjoy it. I may do the same. I'm going to get out of the suit, out of this formal wear, and perhaps enjoy a beer on my deck, and give my son Remy a big hug. Oh, my God. I'm so happy for you. I love that, man. Um, Good times. Love to you, Tim. Love to you, one listener. Um, and yeah, you, thanks, one listener. And remain thanks steadfast going. in your views that people are their own responsibility and the state yeah. can keep their hands off my money. Exactly. The ultimate goal that we're all striving towards, and I want everyone to remember this, the sole mission of the worst idea of all time is to establish a government that is small enough to crush under a boot. That's what we're all here to do. So we'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs> and uh, bye, guy. Bye. <laughs> bye, Tim. Bye, libertarian listener. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. 
So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.